Hello, this is Nikki, and I want to welcome you to the very first episode of the Live a Yes podcast. I am the mother of 14 children, and I've been married to my husband for 16 years. We're pastors in the state of Michigan, and we stay busy. We have goats and chickens and cats and dogs and lots of babies running around this house. But I can tell you this, every single one of those children represent a yes that I said to God. And when you say yes to God, you will never regret it. We sure have some stories <laughs> from all the years and the adventures we've had raising nine boys and five girls. Show me a mama of nine boys and I will show you an intercessor. The stories that I could tell most begin with a big idea, a sister and duct tape. But what an adventure it's been being their mom. People often ask, did you always want a large family? And our answer to that is yes, absolutely. We always talked about wanting a large family. But to us, large was four. Four seemed like a lot. We were thinking minivan. And obviously God was thinking minibus. 16 years ago when my husband and I were married, we were young and in love and living on ramen noodles and a prayer. And we asked God, show us your plan for us. Write our story. What would you have us do? And his answer was simply three words. Live a yes. Are you sure that's it? Yes. Just live a yes. Skip ahead a few years and you'll find me staring at a picture of a little boy on my computer screen. He had dark brown eyes and smooth skin, dimpled fingers. He wore a t-shirt and a scowl. Underneath his picture were three short sentences. He liked cars. He was quiet and kept to himself, and his name was Abraham. And at the moment I saw him, I knew, I knew that he was our first yes. Printing the picture out, I ran to my husband's office. Slamming the picture on his desk, I squealed, this is our son, meet your new son. I just know it. He is our son. And proving that God knew what he was doing when he put the two of us together, my husband completely agreed. We both cried together as we stared at this photo and talked about what this would look like. At that time, we were living in a small apartment and washing our plastic forks to save money. We barely had enough to fill our gas tank, but we believed. Oh, how we believed. This little boy was meant for our arms. So we took a step of faith. We said yes one step of faith after another after another. And with every step, we found the words of the psalmist stirring true. In Psalm 62, he is solid rock under my feet. And after months of fundraising and prayers and tears and paperwork, our son came home. I'll never forget those first days we shared together, just the three of us hidden away from the world, learning to be a family. And then Jordan came. And Shiloh and Isaiah and Gideon, years of infertility ending with a huge and massive bang, blessing after blessing, miracle after miracle. In the matter of a few short years, our very quiet home had become very noisy, full of mess, full of chaos, and full of joy. And it was after Gideon's birth that God began, began to drop into our hearts that we should adopt again, and we felt led to the foster care system with the intentions of adopting. We said one more girl would be nice, and Shiloh needs a sister. 
Turns out God had a different story to write. The phone rang, and as I went to answer it, I heard God speak so clearly to my heart. These are your children. Say yes. Say yes. Just say yes. The call I received was not for a girl. We had said we wanted a girl under the age of five. It was not a girl. She was not under the age of five. It was two boys, ages six and ten. And those two boys, we would find out later, had three younger siblings who also needed a home. And just like that, our five became ten. I can still remember those days together. We played all day, hide-and-seek, Legos, Play-Doh. I ended those days so tired, but so happy. Our hearts and home were full, or so we thought. (laughs) A few years ago, God began to speak to our hearts through dreams, through others, and through our children. Mommy, I had a dream last night. We had more kids. Mommy, God says that they're coming. Are you ready? Because our children were all older this time around, everyone joined in on the process, and it became a family affair. They helped with the paperwork, asked millions of questions, met with the caseworker, spent hours looking through pictures of potential children on the Michigan Adoption Registry. And when our home study was completed and we were told that we could begin to look for our child, mind you, I said, our child, the children wanted to do it with us. So we huddled around the phone, scrolling through pictures. That one, oh wait, there's four of them. Yep, we want them. My husband and I laughed aloud. We had saw this family on the registry many times and joked about what it would be like to add four more children. I would always say, we can't fit them in the van. And then I would respond, well, you know what? It's okay, Matt, because I could get you a bike. All of us decided unanimously to inquire if God had showed them to Matt and I and we had been caught up in their pictures and they're they're so cute. And then our children had what scrolled through and those were the children that captured their hearts. Maybe we should just ask. Our hearts said yes, even though we knew it sounded crazy. Why not? I rationalized. They're probably going to say no. We can just inquire. Surely they're going to think we're crazy. And then we received a phone call. Hello, Matt and Nikki. I talked with your worker and I couldn't believe it. They were willing to check out our home study. After full disclosure, we had to decide, would we keep moving forward? Our children listened intently and we knew this would affect all of us and we needed to decide together. After a moment of prayer, they all turned to my husband and said, Dad, We have a green light. We want to do this. So we said yes again. And we waited to see what they would say. And within a few days, we had not only been approved by their caseworker, but also by the adoption rep for the state. And this was huge. We met them for the first time on my birthday, October 24th, 2017. What a gift Daddy God gave to me. And in March 2018, after months of weekend visits, driving a six-hour round trip back and forth every weekend for 24 hours together, they came home forever. And then, if you had told me 16 years ago that this would be our life, I would have laughed in your face. Never in a million years could we have written this story. (laughs) 
each of our children represent a yes that we said to God, not fully knowing what that yes would mean, the lesson it would teach us, the gifts it would bring us, the tears we would shed because of it, and the immeasurable joy that we would find on the other side of it. The word yes has forever changed our lives, and we will never regret one yes that we said to him. In Psalms 18, David writes, God rewrote the text of my life when I opened the book of my heart to his eyes. And I think of this verse often. This was never the plan, never my plan, never our plan. But God writes a good story, a better story than we could ever write on our own. He's just looking for a yes. I often think of the story in John 6 of the boy who gives God his lunch to feed the multitudes. And you may be asking, how does this story apply? But there's an interesting part of this story where the disciples look at what's available and they say, what is this when there is so many? And so often I think we as women see ourselves as just a basket of bread and fish. We look at the giant world around us and we think, how could I make a difference I'm just a grandma, mom, college student, sister, friend, aunt, and I think men do this too. We women love to compare ourselves, and I think men do this too. We we compare ourselves with others. We measure our abilities by the abilities of others and always seem like we come up short. Well, look at her basket. It's so much fuller than mine. We look at what we have to give as not enough, as less than, as not worthy. Like the disciples, we look at what we have and we think, but what is this when there's so many? But this story teaches us something very important. It teaches us that when we give God what we have, our little becomes much in the hands of God. He will take whatever we give him and he will use it for the display of his glory. He's just looking for a yes. So today, can I ask you what gifts, talents, and resources God has placed within your hands and your basket? Are you a cook? God can use that. Are you an artist? God can use that too. Are you a letter writer, a scrapbooker, a number cruncher, a teacher, an avid reader, a cleaner, a card player? Do you skateboard? Whatever God has placed in your basket, give God what you have and live a yes. And just see what story God will write with you. You will never regret one yes that you say to God.